On the evening of Monday the 9th of August 2021, God's Holy Spirit once again spoke to me about a matter that has been on my mind. This prophecy is not necessarily like all the others regarding specific coming events, this more about a penetration of understanding and insight that only God's Holy Spirit can impart. On this particular night I had gone through my usual prayer time before heading to bed, after reflecting on a particular piece of scripture prior to that. I woke up from that dream at 11 o'clock p.m. in complete awe and I knew immediately, that I was drawn to having to do Bible study in the morning when I was fully awake. As Luke 5:26 eloquently put it, everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, We have seen remarkable things today. The scripture I was reflecting on before this great and profound revelation is found in Exodus 13, which was about the, the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire. This was about how God guided the Israelites from Egypt, through the wilderness in pursuit of the promised land. The exact quote that I honed in on is found in Exodus 13 21-22 and is as follows, By day the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so that they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. This aspect I had already discussed on episode 05, the first update thereafter and the subsequent important update entitled, God's Cloud, which I would personally recommend all viewers to acquaint themselves with that prophecy in order to gain more understanding. In the dream I had that evening, I kept hearing and seeing images around the scripture pertaining to the Lord's cloud and fire. It was very jumbled up in some form of news bulletins, which I struggled to wrap my head around until a moment of clarity appeared to me. What I then saw was an image of Jesus posted on a wall, which looked like a picture that was cut out of a newspaper. The image just sort of had an illuminating watermark across Jesus's face, the watermark, for a lack of a better description, was of a cross on its side which indicated a flagship of Jesus's ransom and the price he paid for our sins. At that point, a voice said to me that the dissecting watermark, the sideways cross, is the pillar of cloud which can be found in the book of Genesis. Anyone that leaves out Jesus in the book of Genesis will be under the same judgment that Adam and Eve had been handed. Forever. After the voice spoke, I saw a vision of a man and woman, Adam and Eve, leaving the Garden of Eden, which then brought me to the end of the dream. The interpretation of this dream had led me to look up where Jesus would have been mentioned in the book of Genesis, for I was confused at this concept. Quite honestly, I would have never thought that Jesus would be mentioned anywhere in the book of Genesis, especially so early on in the book of the Bible. This is clearly not going to need my usual interpretation methods as I do in my other prophecies, as the answer was only going to be in the holy book itself. I turned to the book of Genesis to the section where God had read out the judgment to Adam and Eve. The judgment is handed to Adam and Eve, along with the snake, is found in Genesis 3 14-21. However from Genesis 3 24 is when God had expelled the disobedient couple and where it is critically pertaining to Jesus. 22 And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat, and live forever. 23 So the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been taken. 24 After he drove the man out, he placed on the east side of the Garden of Eden cherubim and a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the Tree of Life. The flaming sword is what is important here when considering the conjunction of the pillar of cloud and fire. When you take the symbol of the cross and then turn it on its side, does it not look like a sword? Also Jesus was raised from the dead, Mark 16, 1-19, Matthew 28 1-8, Luke 24 1-12, John 21-10, which entailed that he ate from the tree of life and hence why he lives forever. I can attest to this due to my personal encounters with Jesus, which can be found on my Patreon profile. Make sure to check out the video posts, 
my Jesus experiences in Jesus is real, where on the latter entry I discussed how I had encountered Jesus once again on the clouds, 1 Thessalonians 4 17, and was introduced to the Apostle Paul Saul. The Apostle Paul eloquently wrote in 1 Corinthians 15, 21-22 that, for just as death came by means of a man, in the same way the rising from death comes by means of a man. For just as all people die because of their union with Adam, in the same way all will be raised to life because of their union with Christ. Jesus was the only way that the curse that had befallen mankind can be lifted, where His sacrifice was the key to unlocking the fate of mankind, Revelation 5 5, Revelation 5 12. In John 14 6, Jesus stated that Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, which entails that He is mending the post to safeguard the tree to everlasting life and the entrance to heaven. Jesus was a fulfillment of that prophecy as signified by the flaming sword and stated in Genesis, since becoming the pillar of mankind who are seeking righteousness and God's favor. Jesus also knew that the entry to life was one that entailed that He should walk first, then after that we should follow in His steps, 1 Peter 2 21. In Matthew 7:13, Jesus stated that all should enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. In that, not only am I typing out a prophecy, I am also typing out a judgment. Jesus made it unequivocally clear that not everyone who proclaims His name will enter the kingdom of heaven, Matthew 7:21-23. also He has every legitimate power to turn away such individuals as a presiding judge, Matthew 7:28-29. The symbol of the cross is a mantle that Jesus is known for and had to carry for us. Unfortunately, it has been brought to my attention by God's Holy Spirit that there are certain Christians that have claimed that Jesus was not crucified on a cross. One denomination in particular that I know about is the Jehovah's Witness, J.W., organization, who have completely removed Jesus from the symbolism that is associated with the cross in their teachings. They have other teachings which radically differentiate themselves from other Christian denominations, however the upright stake is at the forefront of the teachings and since became their officially unadvertised logo. During the very same Monday the 9th of August, I had prayed over my situation and my Bible studies with the Jehovah's Witnesses. For I knew I had to stop the Bible studies before getting in too deep. God showed me a a vision back at the end of January 2021, after a prayer then, where I was in an aeroplane that was fully ascended in flight. A little while I heard a diving instructor say to me that I had to jump out the plane with him in tandem. I took it that God would tell me when to leave and in that there was a big risk, before I started the Bible studies. So I take this judgment as the big risk which was indicated to me by that sky diving vision. In Ezekiel 21, 1-5, God used a description of a sword to lay down judgment unto Israel. This particular judgment I'm issuing reminded me of Revelation 2, where God removed His light from the seven churches at the time for the varying degrees of sin. Apostle John further wrote in Revelation 22:19, And if anyone takes words away from this scroll of prophecy, God will take away from that person any share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this scroll. This was synonymous with message I heard in the dream that was central to this message. Although I do not belong to the organization, I pray that the JW organization repents in large, and whole, and turns back to accurate recording of scriptures, by learning to hear from God before declaring it as gospel. Because I studied with, prayed with and prayed for many individuals in the organization, this judgment does not give me any joy at all to issue out. We should all remember that the body of Christ is centered on the unity of all Christians, Ephesians 4:12-13, John 17:20-23. Christ has always been that pillar which is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as a tall vertical structure of stone, wood, or metal, used as a support for a building, or as an ornament or monument. The building of God's kingdom, 
as brought about by God's Word in the book of Genesis, Christ has always been that pillar to uphold God's congregation here on earth. I can describe it as God's secret truth in the same way that the Apostle Paul stated in 1 Corinthians 2 1-2 where it says Dear brothers and sisters, when I came to you, I told you the secret truth of God. But I did not use fancy words or great wisdom. 2 I decided that while I was with you I would forget about everything except Jesus Christ and His death on the cross. Jesus was the intended deacon of light to guide all human beings through the spiritual wilderness called human existence, from the beginning. God works ahead of us in our understanding as described in Exodus 13 21-22. The sideways cross, or sword, exemplifies that midpoint between heaven and hell called earth. The key to the kingdom is for us to acknowledge the sacrifice He made through the covenant of His bloodshed, Mark 14 24, while also dedicating our lives to do the Father's will while we are here on earth, Matthew 7 21. Jesus also proclaimed that He can bring about judgment in Matthew 10 34 when He said, Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. The raised upright cross is then the symbol of the victory over death as described in Luke 24, 6-7 where it states, He is not here, He has risen. Remember how He told you, while He was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified and on the third day be raised again. I do pray that God can find a way to accommodate the people who humbly come to Him in repentance and those who earnestly seek His heart, to continue to seek it, James 4 8, and that He can direct them where they need to be. Although the sword can bring forth justice, Apostle Paul best worded it in Hebrews 4:12 when he said, For the Word of God is alive and active. Sharper than any double-edged sword, it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow, it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. In other words, God knows best and is not unjust, Psalm 25 8, for He weighs up everything, Daniel 5, 26-28, and knows all and knows best, Daniel 2 20-22. To God be the glory forever and ever.